Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is Sunday, December 18th in the year 2022, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And today is the last Sunday before the holidays, and we have one more week before the big Christmas celebrations start and it's been starting already for sure um and happy hanukkah to anyone who is celebrating because it's after sundown here and happy hanukkah so happy hanukkah and i hope that as you start your celebrations this week they are festive and lovely and speaking of festive jupiter is the big news this week. Jupiter is changing signs and it is changing signs into going into the sign of Aries on Tuesday, the 20th, the day after tomorrow. And that will be 9.32 a.m. Eastern time. And the incredible thing about this is that it is going to the cardinal axis, just as the sun will be going into the cardinal axis the next day. So let's stick with Jupiter for a moment. Um, so this is two planets on the cardinal axis, but Jupiter goes to Aries, which is the beginning of the zodiac. So, you know, I've made a lot of feeling into this astrology lately, a lot of feelings of what's going on. And I can tell you that this Jupiter at the end of the zodiac is a real intense feeling. And with Mars retrograde, not that they're actually like connected. I mean, once Jupiter goes into Aries, it's rules by a Mars retrograde. But, but while it's in Pisces still, these next couple of hours, <laughs> you know, in these last couple of weeks, it has been a, really, and I, I had a feeling it was going to be this, a feeling of trusting and having faith like never before. And until you really, really just embrace where you are, the present moment, and know that this is exactly where we're supposed to be right now, okay? And hang in there and be present and be kind to yourself and trust and have faith. And wasn't trust the theme two weeks ago, right? Remember, trust Deborah. So this is where we are. We had to trust, trust, trust. And it's not been easy. You know, I, I talk to people and they say this year's been hard for them. And I think the year has been hard too. And I posted something today on Instagram. My friend said something about daydreaming today. And this is coming from like somebody who's a major Capricorn and <laughs> said something about like liking to daydream, but he's really very realistic. But I realized, I sat there and I said, daydream. When was the last time I actually daydreamed? Like I sat back and day like at any length of time where you're like, oh, that was nice. Let me go on with my day. But that wasn't, I haven't, I can't remember the last time I daydreamed. So I said, Ooh, too much Saturn, too much Saturn this year. And it's been, it's been a year. And I really think people have, have have been having a hard time and sometimes it feels like we're hanging on by a thread and that's the Jupiter at the end of the zodiac it's just the end of the zodiac that's it we are hanging on and when we get this fresh energy on Tuesday or wherever you are um in the world whatever time that reaches you that's 
uh, that's going to be a big breath of fresh air. And I think it's a really good, good thing because we are starting over fresh. And you know what it feels like when something goes into Aries. Remember, remember what it's like when you know, you, if you ha experience four seasons wherever you live, even if you live in Australia, you're go this, is, this is the beginning of summer for you, right? So this is the beginning of summer if you're in Australia or down under, and you are experiencing, I mean, even if you're in like Argentina, it's really a powerful, powerful shift when you go from winter to spring. And that beginning of the Zodiac is a powerful time, that first degree of Aries. And so while we're not experiencing the first degree of Aries in the way we do in March up north or way we do in like September down under, um, you know, what, it, because you know what happens, you know, like it's winter, it's winter, it's winter. And it's like, as soon as you know, that the sun has entered Aries, and that's really what the signifier is. It's the sun entering Aries. And that that solstice has come, and that, or now we're at the solstice, but at the, at the equinox, when spring comes, my goodness, what that feels like. It's like you know that the snow is going away. You know that it is. You know that now that's not technically true because when I lived in New York, you know, we had plenty of snow in March and April. <laughs> and there were years, especially I remember like 2015, where it was just forget it. Just forget it. And it still wasn't getting warm, you know, and it still took a while. But, but you know it's not like the snow hits the ground and the ground is warm enough that it's not going to last. So the, the metaphor here is the shift out of the end of the zodiac into the beginning of the zodiac. And that's a big, like, fresh, fresh air, fresh air, right? And that's what we're going to feel this week. We're going to feel that shift out of the end of the zodiac into the beginning of the zodiac and like that cool breeze that comes, okay? Now... Jupiter has been in Aries once before this year. Jupiter's been in Aries and got to like seven degrees and turned around and left and came back into Pisces. And I think that's what was so complicated because it wasn't like Jupiter went into Aries and stayed in Aries and was that breath of fresh air and it built on itself. You know, it, it built, it got stronger and it got more powerful. And it was, it was like, yeah, we've got that, you know, energy of initiation. This is really interesting because it's going back in and it's going to stay there and it's going to stay till May 16th. So, you know, and then it goes into Taurus and it's not going to go back into Aries. It's going to finish Aries and go into Taurus and stay in Taurus. So what we're looking at really is a time where that we've just been through where Jupiter went into Aries and yes, it was it's like I've said before, and I probably said last week, <laughs> it thinks it's an Aries that's really still in Pisces. So it came back into Pisces, and it came to the last two degrees of Pisces. It went to 29 and 28, and then back to 29 again. And that means we got stuck at the end of the Zodiac. It feels eternal. It feels eternal, right? Pisces, generally, when you have the sun in Pisces, it lasts a month. It's like, but the winter feels eternal, right? And this is a sense of 
feeling this eternity where um where we just we can't take another minute of it okay now so let's talk about the sun which is going into capricorn on wednesday and it's going to make a square to jupiter like a couple of hours later and that's actually really powerful because the sun will enter the zodiac point of the the um, cardinal axis which is also capricorn any of those seasonal beginnings aries libra cancer capricorn they're all the beginning of a new season and a new cardinal axis and they are powerful points okay so when we have the sun and jupiter coming at the same time and then making this square to each it's a challenge but it's energetic this is going to be powerful and there's going to be a shift this week okay now that being said what i said a few minutes ago Jupiter goes into Aries, ruled by a retrograde Mars. When Jupiter was in Aries before, Mars wasn't retrograde. Mars didn't go retrograde till the 30th of October. And Jupiter was still, Jupiter had gone into Pisces and, and everything. Jupiter goes into Aries and it's ruled by a retrograde Mars for another five weeks or so. So there's something else I want to bring up. And as you know, I'm doing this prediction event on the 28th of December. And if you don't know about it, well, then go check my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. And you will see that I'm doing this with uh, two other women. And one is a numerologist. And I am going to be discussing the predictions for the new year. And we all have predictions. Um, my friend Lori's like taking from Nostradamus and other psychics and other stuff like that, what, you know, where she's done research and, and her own intuition. She's very intuitive. And Joy has her numerology and stuff. So, so this is, uh, we're, I, we're going into the new year, right? So what do we all expect? The new year, right? So I'm supposed to be making predictions for the new year, but guess what? The old year is going to, we're going to have a hangover. And I don't mean the kind that you get the day after New Year's Eve. I'm talking about that Mars and Mercury are going to be retrograde for the first several weeks of the new year. So Jupiter is going to be ruled by a retrograde Mars until January 12th. On J December 29th, the day after our event, we are going to experience the Mercury retrograde. And we're going to talk more about this as the days get closer to the 29th, which is a Thursday, and Mercury goes retrograde at 4.32 a.m. So we get up in this region of the world that day, and Mercury's retrograde. And I want to talk about this a bit for two reasons. One is that when Mercury goes retrograde like this at the end of the year, we don't really feel like the new year is beginning until Mercury goes direct. And Mars will be retrograde until the 12th and Mercury will be retrograde till the 18th. And so what I feel like is going to happen, what I have experienced in the past, and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am, um, is that when we get into this retrograde stuff at the end of the year into the new year, we don't feel like the new year is really beginning, really. And we feel like we're, you know, it's, hey, it's January 1st. I'm supposed to feel like it's a new year. We still have things left over from December because Mercury's gone retrograde and it's still not gone forward into the new year. And so, hey, it may take till Mercury's out of its shadow, you know. 
but we have to remember this. So if you go into the new year and you're like, ah, the holidays are over. I have to go back to work. I've experienced this before where it's like, I don't feel like I'm ready to go back to work after the holidays. That's because Mercury was still retrograde. Mercury just starts a retrograde as we're ending the year. So this is a little topsy-turvy and I'm warning you about it now because it's only, you know, 10 days away and we have to think about this as we're like, you know, everybody's setting their new year plans, their new year's resolutions, their new year. I'm going to do this in the new year and I know I'm going to do that in the new year and I can't wait till, you know, this is over. This year has been, but I think we're going to have a hangover. Okay. So Prepare yourself for that because it feels, something will feel unfinished, okay? Something will feel unfinished because of Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde. So there's a double unfinishing there. So Jupiter will feel better once Mars is direct, but it's still going to bring that breath of fresh air, but we're still getting the retrograde, okay? And... You know, um, I watched the World Cup final today with my, my Costa Rican family here, and we sat there mesmerized because it was so intense. It was so intense. And I just thought, wow, this is really, really like it's a historical moment because, you know, my one friend said it was the finest game match he's ever seen. And, you know, the two teams, Argentina and France, were really, really powerful, and they you know, to my estimation, I said they both won, you know, it, yes, they fought to the death. Yes. It went into, you know, penalty kicks at the end. Yes. It took like uh, an extra hour to, to find the winner of this game, this match, this world cup. And, but it was, you know, there was no, they both played brilliantly and there was no like yes okay so Argentina won fair square they got the, the most goals but there was no real like d definition except for that they they I feel like and you know the the team that comes in second like shows up at the closing ceremony is you know sort of glum and gloomy and like nah we had it by a hair we could have won and they could have but it was so, it was a powerful thing. It was a, it really, really took me out of my day. But we were sitting there on the edges of our chairs and I was like, we were saying, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. This is like, oh my God. And so there we were again at the end of something. It was like being dragged out the way Jupiter is dragging itself out through Pisces. It was like this ending to this tournament, to this final once every four years, you know, event was dragged out as far as it could possibly be. <laughs> and that's what I feel like Jupiter is doing. It's dragging this out as far as it can possibly be before we actually feel like we're going to be okay once the Jupiter goes into Aries. So yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Um, we've got other things going on this week. So there's two planets changing signs. That was Jupiter. And then there was the sun. The sun goes into Capricorn. And we start to get sober. We start to feel sober. We start to feel practical. We feel like, okay, just as, just as we're getting ready to party for the holidays, it's going into the most practical sign in the zodiac, right? And um, Friday we have a new moon. And that is at one and a half degrees of... Uh, Capricorn, it's on the 23rd, 
And so it's still going to be within the realm of squaring Jupiter. And Jupiter won't move that far. The sun and the moon will, will connect still. The sun, you know, that's these things, these aspects take a few days, except for the moon, which is very fleeting. So the sun squaring Jupiter is going to like really, we're going to have the moon squaring Jupiter um, as well as it's, you know, enter, it enters Capricorn and half an hour later it squares Jupiter. And then eventually we have that new moon um, at 5.17 a.m. Eastern Time Friday. And it is really a strong new moon. This is the sun and the moon in Capricorn and squaring Jupiter. So this is, this is another, we had a strong new moon last month too at Thanksgiving or that the day before where it was a new moon in Sag just as Jupiter was turning direct. So that was very powerful too. And this is also very Jupiterian, but it's, it's more of a square. It's a little more of a challenge. And so we may be challenged just to keep our faith for a little while longer. Um, and we may be just challenged to not be overindulgent, too. Um, that is often what happens with Jupiter. We get challenged to, like, watch it because it's Capricorn. It's, like, practical. And it's saying, you know, mind your P's and Q's, be focused, be centered, be committed. We are going to have an enormous amount of energy entering the sign of Capricorn this week. So it's not just that we already have planets in Capricorn, which we do. We have more planets coming into Capricorn. So we already have Pluto. Pluto's there all year. Pluto's been there. Then, you know, Venus and Mercury went into Capricorn. We discussed this already on other previous editions of this podcast. Then the sun is going to go into Capricorn this week. That's going to be four planets in Capricorn. And by the end of the week, we are going to have the moon in Capricorn. That is five planets in Capricorn. Okay. <laughs> That's a hell of a lot of Capricorn. That's a hell of a lot of Earth. So it's good Jupiter's going into fire. So we have some balance of the elements. And we won't have so much water. You know, we have Neptune in Pisces and we have Jupiter leaving and going into fire. So um, this is this is a very Capricornian practical week. It's going to be a practical holiday and you may receive gifts that are more practical than are fun. Maybe you've bought gifts for people that are more practical than fun. Useful gifts. Useful gifts are always good. They're useful, right? So the other thing that's happening at the new moon and the reason why it's important and powerful is that shortly before that new moon at 5.17 a.m. Eastern time at 4.31 a.m., uh, not even an hour before, Chiron will go direct. And Chiron is in Aries. And Chiron is not the strength of a planet. It doesn't have a rulership. We don't know what sign Chiron rules. They've never dis dis you know, discussed that at all. And we just keep it as Chiron the comet, which, as I've said before, it has gone through many incarnations. And this is interesting because um, it is going to be, you know, it's Venus is squaring Chiron as I speak, and it's getting going to be intense and uh, very exact tomorrow morning, 11.23 a.m., Venus will be squaring Chiron exactly. But for all intents and purposes, Venus is squaring Chiron. And so there's this, again, more soberness because Chiron 
you know, we may feel better about our experiences in our life as the new moon comes. Again, a breath of fresh air, but Chiron goes direct, and that is the healing being released. Chiron, remember, is that wounded healer in mythology and in astrology. And so, you know, I was thinking about healing today, and I was thinking about Chiron, and I think there may be a big shift as the new moon occurs um, because we are moving into this experience of newness and Chiron going forward is a very good thing, okay? And it makes us feel like, ha, huh, all that strife wasn't for nothing. I feel like I'm actually moving forward in my, in my sense of health and healing and wellness and well-being, whether that's mental or physical, emotional, spiritual, you know. Um, but Chiron, I was thinking about healing today, and I was thinking that it takes a lot to heal. We really do need to do a lot of work to heal something thoroughly and completely. And we have been experiencing a lot of, that's asking us to heal. Jupiter at the end of Pisces, it's very healing. It's asking us to surrender. And when we think about healing, when I think about healing anyway, I feel like, you know, healing takes time. You should spend time healing yourself. We should all do healing work on ourselves. And we should all feel like we have the priority in place that healing is an important thing in our lives. You know, I lost my partner 12 years ago and grief when you lose a partner when who who's in their late 40s, it's it's tragic in so many ways, but you have to take the time to heal. I had to take the time to heal. And Chiron was very prominent in my chart it, by transit when that happened. And People underestimate how long it takes to heal. And I remember at that time there were people, or, or they overestimate, you know, or whatever. Overestimate your wellness. Are oh, you going to be fine? Are oh, you fine in a few weeks? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're lucky if you're fine in a few years after something like that. And I remember there are people who I don't speak to anymore because they just didn't get that. And so it's important for everyone if there's nothing else that you can do for yourself is take the time to heal, no matter what's going on in your life. If you feel like you need rest and you have to rest, do it. If you, and this is what I was, you know, saying this week too, because of other astrological things that were going on with Neptune and stuff, you know, it, sometimes it just takes us time that we have to heal, grieve, rest, stay still, uh, lick our wounds be with ourselves. And this is what Chiron brings to the surface. So if on Friday, and this is an interesting time, as Chiron goes direct, we're celebrating a big holiday, right? We're celebrating, we're getting together and we're supposed to be celebrating. If you feel that healing hangover and you need time for yourself, you have to take it amidst the celebrations, okay? And the holidays. And you ha it's an interesting time for Chiron to go direct because it could bring up a lot of stuff. And so I just want everyone to be aware of that. Take the time you need. Don't let holiday pressure put that on you so that you feel like you have to be present with a big smile and you have to be merry and bright. You know, you can be merry and bright and then go off and like sit down with yourself and do some journaling and meditation and quiet. You know, don't 
overindulge to get rid of the feelings that Chiron brings up. Don't eat too much Christmas cake, too much eggnog, whatever. Just be with yourself. That's the important thing. So, um, and so as we progress through this holiday season, we have some other things. So Venus is squaring Chiron, as I mentioned. Mars is sextiling Chiron, and they will be doing that to all day tomorrow, both of those planets, and it's an interesting dynamic, but you can bet that Mars is helping mitigate the square between Venus and Chiron. Chiron is in Mars's sign, so this is a deep connection, okay? So that's actually a supportive aspect. So I think we've got a good balance. If you're feeling a little lackluster, you know, Mars is going to help support that, Mars and Gemini. And then we have... Venus trining Uranus on Thursday, which remember the other day we had Mercury trine Uranus, I think that was yesterday, and we have Venus following in the path of um, trining Uranus, and that is a nice supportive aspect as well. So Venus is going to be a little happier as we move into the holidays. And I do want to mention one other thing about Mercury retrograde, and I know we're not there yet, but just keep this in mind. Mercury is going to retrograde in Capricorn. Yes, I told you that already. I told you it's going to be the 29th of December. Yes. However, where Mercury is going right now, as I'm speaking, Mercury is almost at 17 degrees of Capricorn. It's going to start slowing down. And on the 29th, it will retrograde at 24 degrees of Capricorn. Do you remember 24 degrees of Capricorn? I remember 24 degrees of Capricorn. 24 degrees of Capricorn is now a famous point. And when a planet like Mercury steps there, sits there, turns around there, it gets heated up again. 24 degrees of Capricorn is where Jupiter and Pluto met in 2020. This was the height of the pandemic. And this is really when, you know, it hit the first time in April and then June and then later in the year when the experience of the pandemic was pretty intense, okay? So what do I expect? So it's going to be at 24. It's going to reach 24 on the 28th. It's going to sit at 24 for the rest of the year. It's going to be at 24 degrees, and then it'll, you know, as we get into January, it's going to go back to 23. What's happening is that Mercury is triggering the, one of the pandemic points, and so one of the pandemic points indicates to us as a collective in the consciousness that we're going to start hearing things again about that. So you might start hearing, oh, there's a lot of cases and, and lots of collective stories that we lived through in 2020. Now, there's also our personal stories that we lived through in 2020. And whatever personal stories you had during that Jupiter-Pluto now, remember what I was saying when Jupiter and Pluto were together, I was saying Jupiter is the light in the closet when it touches Pluto. Pluto's the closet, Jupiter's the light in the closet. And also that we were being told to stay in and that means go within. So there may be a point where we have to step back and I don't mean shutdowns again, but I do mean that we're going to be reminded of that at the end of the year for whatever reason there is going to be things maybe in the news and in your own personal life. There, there were obviously other things going on for you, for all of us, during that time that did not involve 
the consciousness of the collective and that story. There were personal stories as well. What were they? What happened for you? What did you do? And so think about that because you may see a, this is what we call a recurrence and this is something that's very important. It's a famous point and this is an important thing to notice. Pay attention to this, okay? Now it may be a blip. It may be, oh yeah, this is just like, oh, remember we had this happen in 2020? Yeah. Um, anything, anything. So just pay attention. Remember what some of those points were for you back then. What did you do personally? And just be connected to them again. And we'll see what happens when we get to the other side of this. And of course, that will be another podcast conversation. In the meantime, this week, there's lots of other aspects happening tomorrow that are uh, often considered uh, minor aspects. I don't consider them minor aspects. There's, you know, the moon is in Scorpio tomorrow, as it will go in later tonight, and it's going to be making... um, it's going to be making quincunxes to Mars and Chiron, and those are, you know, they are, they are definitely more like needling aspects. And then there's a whole bunch of uh, quintiles and biquintiles and um, some energies that are really feeling like they are, they're minor aspects, but they are actually deeply creative aspects. And you know, quincunxes that we're having with the moon and quintiles we're having, these are aspects that bring us a deep sense of creativity and deep knowledge of our creative self. Um, Yeah, quintiles are often called minor aspects, but they really aren't, and that's kind of the fallacy of them. They aren't the, like, hit-over-your-head conjunction, right? There isn't this, boom, it's in front of your face. But this is something, and, and oftentimes when quintiles get together, they form sacred geometry patterns, and they are related to sacred geometry, so they resonate with us very strongly, and they are deeply creative. So tap deeply into your creativity in these next few days because we're going to start to really feel some nice, creative, deep energy. It's like Mercury quintile Jupiter and biquintile Mars. And then, um, so thanks to my friend Whitney Howard of Starland Alchemy for bringing those to my attention. She did that earlier today. And that helped me to understand that there's like some deep creativity available to us right now, even in these moments that we're hanging on until Jupiter gets into Aries, <laughs> until Chiron goes direct. And I think we're going to start feeling like getting our energy back a little bit. Now, like I said, Mars is still retrograde. So if you're tired, rest. If you need healing, take time. And um, there's an experience of relief coming as Jupiter goes into Aries. So look for that this week. And that's about it. I have talked and talked. And so here we are uh, getting into this one of the last weeks of December, one of the last weeks of 2022. How do you feel? What's going on for you? You can drop me a note on Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. Um, I am here on this podcast, The Golden Astrologer podcast, and my website is thegoldenastrologer.com. You can sign up for our prediction event. I have it listed in stories. You can 
message me in Instagram and give me your email or you can email me deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com and I can send you the link to sign up for the prediction event if you haven't done it. It's free. It will be recorded. So if you can't make it on the 28th of December, then you can get the recording. And that's going to be, it's going to be a huge event. It's going to be huge. We're, it's like the first time three of us are going to be doing this together. And, you know, Lori's expanded her Zoom to uh, embrace 500 attendees, which is not what happened last year. Last year, it was, uh, you know, people were trying to get in and they couldn't. And when some people left, other people were able to get in because they kept persistent. But it was, you know, we've got... We've got a lot of space for people, so come on in and do get there early because I think, you know, we've got lots of people with lots of mailing lists putting this out. So thank you so much for listening. Much gratitude to you. I will put the podcast up and let you know on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, just stay close to your to your announcement if you've signed up on Apple or something because um, next weekend is the holiday and we'll see how I do this. It may be that I put it up early. Um, rather than late and it may be that I do it in advance and put it up Sunday but I don't think many people are going to listen on Sunday or maybe even Saturday so we'll see let's stay tuned and we'll stay in touch thank you so much gratitude gratitude as we approach this end of the year gratitude for all of you for all of you for listening shout out to everybody all across the globe for supporting me and this lovely time we have together every Sunday thank you thank you thank you have a beautiful week